I have a giving update for you. About every six months, we do giving update and convictions. And we, we walk through um, really what God has been doing through your faithful and sacrificial giving. And then we talk briefly about um, what are your convictions about ongoing sacrificial giving of your finances. We don't do this a lot, but we're, we're going to take about um, you know, seven, eight minutes here to do this before we jump into the sermon. Your generosity sustains the life and community of local church. God provides for the needs of this church and his broader gospel mission here in the city of St. Pete through you. So together, we impact our city by supporting a number of things as we give faithfully and sacrificially towards the mission. Uh, We support Sunday gatherings. We support ministry that's happening throughout the week. We support um, the generous benevolence and mission donations that are going out from us. We also support church planting efforts and, 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 then, and, and more. And so I want to walk through each category as a way to celebrate what God is doing um, through you, through your faithful and sacrificial giving. Sunday mornings. Well, this includes rent and utilities for this building, parking spaces at St. Pete High. Yes, we pay for those. Um, a police officer that helps you cross um, Fifth Avenue so you, you're not run over. And, and really, that police officer should be on our website under staff because it costs so much money to have that police officer. But it's important. Um, you know, everything from coffee to um, uh, curriculum for local kids, but all of that is mission. This is mission. Also, I think of the ministry that happens during the week. I mean, the ministry that you're participating in, in your workplace or your home or school, wherever you are in your neighborhood. But your giving allows your pastors to faithfully study and prepare sermons and teachings from God's word to provide pastoral care and counseling to those in our church community who are facing difficult times in their personal life or marriage. I think about the discipleship that's happening, the leadership development that's happening, the administration that takes place um, so that local kids over, uh, I think it's close to 100 uh, volunteers now for local kids to take place. I think of local youth and all that's happening there. I think of guest assimilation and making sure we connect faithfully with our local and foreign mission partners and so much more. This is mission. It also supports your giving, your faithful and sacrificial giving, supports generous benevolence and mission donations. Um, We give away 15% of all that comes in. And so in addition to what I just described with regards to Sunday gatherings and all uh, that has to go towards staffing, we we give away 15% of all that comes in. This is our corporate tithe. And I want to share with you the local and foreign mission partners that we've come alongside financially, but also as friends and through prayer and support. We're learning so much from them. They'll be up here. Yep, there they are. Local mission partners, I want to walk through those. First, we have a door of hope. And, and so there, we're training up, Door of Hope is training up foster families. Um, college ministry, led by our own Trevor Morton, reaching into um, uh, college students' lives and providing a place uh, for them to grow in their walk with Christ. Um, created is a ministry that reaches women that are on the streets or in clubs and, 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 and provides a safe place for them to get out of that environment and be discipled and uh, grounded in the word. The Next Step Pregnancy Center, right here in South St. Pete, um, Reach St. Pete. It's an organization that provides all, all kinds of things uh, just to help, to help people feel human again and, and get them back on their feet. And then I, I think of the St. Pete Free Clinic and all the food that they supply uh, here in our city. So those are our local 
mission partners. And every one of those has an ambassador here from local church St. Pete who will help you connect with that local mission if you want to um, get connected with them. So maybe, maybe your heart races a little bit when you hear me read one of them and you're like, man, I want to get more involved in that. Well, we want to help you get involved in that. You can find all of this on the Church Center app. Also, our four mission partners include Bidea. This is a church plant in the Basque region of Spain. Uh, Pastor Emilio was pastoring here in St. Pete years ago, so we're friends. We've been friends for many years. And then uh, he and his wife, Hannah, they planted in, in, uh, in the Basque region of Spain. Also, Casa de Esperanza is an orphanage in Bolivia that we've been in relationship for many years. And then an unofficial uh, foreign mission partner just this past year is a friend uh, that I've known for many years, Lung Nguyen. He's um, pastored here in the States, planted a couple churches, but now he and his wife, Teresa, are in North Vietnam, raising up and training up pastors um, in Vietnam. We also support church planting and church care through donations to Dream Church in Jacksonville. Uh, many of you know Pastor Cedric there. Um, and then Leaders Collective and Acts 29 are two organizations that we, um, that we give towards. Leaders Collective is, is, is a, a, an organization that really their desire is to help keep pastors healthy. So I went through their cohort for church planters when um, we were just one, one year old. Um, and then um, this year, I'm going to head go through their lead pastors cohort. So really excited for that. And what it does is it connects you with other brothers, other pastors that are in that same season of life and, and helps you just to, just to stand firm in your faith. First as a follower of Jesus, um, but then as a pastor, as a leader. And then Acts 29 is a network of churches that we are uh, involved with and really their heart is just to see more churches planted for the glory of Christ. Partnering together, this 15% adds up to so much more than any of us could do on our own. And it enables us to make a real impact on the work of justice and gospel advancement in our city and around the world. It's just awesome. I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. It's just amazing to see what God has done through your faithful and sacrificial giving. It is important for you to know that our monthly operating expenses have increased here in 2024 as we've grown and our staffing needs have increased as well. There's, there's just a lot of expenses that have, that have gone up. And so we have a lot in our hearts as well that we'd love to see accomplish and happen. Um, let me give you an example. We are uh, continuing to save funds for the church planting residency that we've put together, and, and we're on track to have one resident fully funded for two years. We're really, essentially, we're there. Um, and that's so exciting because our hope, our desire is to, and we're on the hunt presently, to identify a church planting resident um, who can come in, uh, be a part of our staff, and then be with us for two years and then go out from us with 40, 50 adults and plant another church. Um, I, I mean, prayerfully in this same city that we can just cheer on. Um, and we just want to see that replicated again and again. Whether that's here in St. Pete or beyond, we want to be a part of raising up uh, church planters. And so that's exciting. Also, we are saving for a building. Now, we rent this space. It's a beautiful space. We love it. Uh, we're grateful for, for this, this, this building. Um, but we also know that this, this may not be our long-term space. We, we don't know. Um, we'd love to purchase it, but there's, it's, it's, it's complicated, okay? And so here's, here's the thing. We're saving money. Um, and you all know the prices in St. Pete. And so we don't know our long -term, where our long-term location will be. Maybe it's here. But will you just join us in prayer? And, and as you continue to faithfully give, we're 
we're just we're putting a little bit each month away towards that. I hope you're encouraged. I mean, my, my prayer is that you, you will just thank God for all that he's accomplishing in and through your faithful and sacrificial giving. And also pray that it would encourage you to pray uh, with expectation and dependency that he would continue to provide, um, even expand these opportunities, and that he would do it through, through you, through your faithful and sacrificial giving. So here's my question. What are your convictions? What's your practice? Each week, we gather as a community whose identity is in Jesus. We are a people humbled by God's radical grace and generosity. And that's who we are. I am moved by his love and grace on my life, his undeserved favor and kindness extended to me. It's radical. And oftentimes when we talk about generosity, specifically the giving of our money, we talk about it this way. Maybe you've heard it. We believe faithful and sacrificial giving is an expression of worship and obedience. And so the giving of our finances is an invitation to worship, to declare all that I have comes from you, Lord. And so what I have, it's a gift from your hand. I want to steward it well. I want to worship you with it. And that's what we're saying when we give of our finances. It's also a declaration that money is not our master, but Jesus is. And so I pray that we, as a church community, are motivated by Scripture when we give of our finances, that we're moved by the generosity of Jesus and model sacrificial worship with our lives, including our finances. So regardless of how long you've been a follower of Jesus, it's important to repeatedly ask some questions along the way. What are my convictions about the giving of my finances? How do I plan for it? Am I being faithful and sacrificial? And is it done with joy? Not reluctantly, not begrudgingly, but with joy. In the New Testament, we don't see a direct command to tithe. A tithe is like a tenth, 10% of what you have. And we see that as a guideline in the Old Testament. If you remember the story of Abram, after this great victory, he gave a tenth, a tithe of, of everything to Melchizedek, um, this, this priest, king, priest figure. And, and then throughout the storyline of the Bible, we see uh, the, the nation of Israel giving a tithe, a tenth of all that comes in, agriculturally and uh, with their flocks. And, and, and it was an expression of worship and, and, and devotion to the Lord. But in the New Testament, we don't see a direct command to give a tenth. Instead, we're to give as Christ gave. Now, does God expect less from us now that Jesus has come? The question we should ask then is, are we recognizing the legitimacy of what Jesus accomplished with our lives specifically expressed through faithful and sacrificial giving of our finances? And so the tithe of the Old Testament then becomes a guideline for us to give radically and sacrificially. For me, my practice, I don't even like consider like a 10% from, uh, on the, from the top. Just, it's not even, I'm not even looking at it. And I, I used to like just punch it in, right, to the, in my phone. Like, but then, you know, we set, we set up recurring giving. Um, and then uh, Katie, our director of operations, she, I know she prefers that. Um, so I'm like, oh, but I like to punch it in. Okay, I'll do it for Katie. Um, no, but it's just, are we giving sacrificially? consistently, faithfully, the tithe becomes a guideline for us to give radically, an expression of allegiance to Jesus, 
a participation in the work of the kingdom here and now. And so whatever percentage it is, is it faithful? Is it sacrificial? Let me give you an example. In the early church, when followers of Jesus who were living in Jerusalem were suffering from a famine, the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinth this way. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, he says, I am not commanding you, but I am to test the sincerity of your love. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Not, not, this isn't about leaving with more money and a, a gold tooth in your mouth. This isn't about driving a fancy car. This is about the wealth we've received through the grace of Jesus. The riches, the, the material possessions don't even come close to. It's, it's, it's a, it, it comes in Christ. And so the motive behind our radical generosity should be rooted and grow out of the radical generosity we've been shown in Jesus. And so you might wonder, okay, where do I begin? Maybe you're a new follower of Jesus. And you're like, this wasn't a part of my practice. This isn't, I didn't know about this. Um, well, let me encourage you. First, treat it as an expression of your worship. And, and be consistent. And be sacrificial. And do it with joy. How can you participate? Well, the easiest way is to do, do it online. Give online. We encourage recurring donations, as I said before, so we know what to expect each month. However, we know that that isn't always possible or preferred, and so you can give online, you can give through text, you can give in person at the give boxes in the back, or you can um, do it by mail if you still do that. What are your convictions, and what is your practice? I believe it's my responsibility as your pastor um, to, to bring these things up. We're not shy about the topic of giving and finances. But I think you've noticed by now, we don't highlight it every single week. It's not something we're going to shine a light on every single week. But at the same time, I don't want to do you a disservice and not ever like hold this up and challenge the church. Because as we give, oh, the Lord just continues to meet our needs and bless us along the way again and again. I mean, the prophets have, have told us, like, like, test God in this. Like he is faithful to meet our every need. And, and remember, it's, it's an expression of worship. Our money, it represents our time, our effort, our energies. And it's saying, here, Lord. I hope you're encouraged. Let me pray for you. Lord, I, I thank you so much for each one here. I thank you for um, this church's faithful and sacrificial giving. And all that, Lord, has happened in 2023 and all that will happen in 2024. Um, the ministries, local and foreign, that we've been able to support, the marginalized in our community that we've been able to come alongside. Lord, we praise you. We give you thanks. We recognize that all that we have comes from you. We want to steward it well. Lord, protect us from materialism. Protect us from idolatry. Protect us, Father, from uh, putting our worth in our possessions or how much money we have in our bank account. Help us, Lord, to hold all that we have with open hands and to be a generous people moving forward for your glory and for our good. In Jesus' name, amen.